What's up? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Finding Your Water. I'm your host, Joe Devation, a.k.a. Joe Moss, and I pray that you're having a great and wonderful day today. Hey, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we have a great episode in store today. We're going to be exploring and trying to get an understanding of being the chosen one. Yes, I'm talking about you. You are the one that has been chosen for a specific purpose, for a specific time to fulfill a specific need. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to delve in today. I got my man Josh Reyes back with me and we're going to have a great time. Stay tuned. I believe this is going to bless your life. Okay, what's up? What's going on? It's Joe Devation, a.k.a. Joe Moss here. And I'm back today with my man, Josh Reyes. What's up, Josh? How you doing today, brother? Mr. Joe Devation, what's up, my man? Always a blast. Always a blast. Fridays, I look forward to them with you. Man, fantastic Fridays is what it is, or faithful Fridays, or... I don't like to use the word freaky Fridays. That's that's kind of goofy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no offense to that, that 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 movie that came out years ago. I don't know if you ever seen that movie Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> they they kind of switch bodies and things in that regard. Yeah. I always thought that was strange. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, as even as a kid, I used to watch it like this is weird. This is this is really <laughs> weird. But uh, but anyways, that's another talk for another day. But uh, but yeah, welcome back, man. And um, it's always a pleasure getting a chance to talk with you and, um, you know, work on this conversation and discussion about just some of the things that are going on. And um, one of the things that we want to talk about today, Josh, is that um, is being the one, you know, the one, like the chosen one. You know, um, you know it, it kind of makes me think about that movie, The Matrix. Remember that box office smash The Matrix? Remember that movie? Yes, sir. You know, yes, you know, it centers in on like a, that ordinary man. And what a lot of people don't know is that that guy in that movie that that um, that we call Neo, that his real name is actually Thomas Anderson. And <laughs> that I didn't I didn't know that until like I did a little That's bit of research, story. research, <laughs> and I found that his name is actually Thomas Anderson. So by day, Anderson is like a computer programmer in a company that not, that not only uses him, but also uses that equally bores him. So he's like bored to death at this job that he has. Right. Mm -hmm. But by night, you know, he tries to make some extra money as a computer hacker. So you're, com you're a computer programmer by day <laughs> and a hacker by night. Right. <laughs> you know, which, which isn't much of a better life, you know, so you're trying to be honest during the day and the night you're a crook. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, you know, um, so one day, Anderson is ushered to the point of having to make a decision. So Anderson is led to a place where it is explained to him that behind the physical, visible realm in which he lives, resides another realm that he cannot yet see. Okay, right? And the other realm that he cannot see actually dictates what's going on in the physical realm that he can't see. So I know that that might be a little confusing <laughs> for some people, but, but do you understand what I'm saying with that? What I mean by that, Josh? Yes, sir. You know, so, 
you know, Anderson, basically they told Anderson, listen, you know, um, the physical realm that you're living in has been positioned and fated for disaster. And, you know, for through the forces of the invisible realm, unless someone enters and intervenes. So basically what I'm understanding is that, like, you know, you're living in this world. We're living in this world right now. But there's another world that exists. And what happens in the world that we cannot see dictates what happens in the world that we can see. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, so someone like Anderson, you know, especially created was especially created for this moment in time. So but in order to enter that other realm that we're talking about, Anderson had to make a choice. That seems like life, you know, like we always we're always it always comes down to some type of choice that we have to make. What do you think about that, Josh? Yeah, man. I mean, life is all about choices, right? You know what I mean? It's, it's, everything that you choose is going to have a consequence, whether it be for negative or positive. So, um, but that, that's what you got to do, you know, because everything in life is going to lead you to a certain direction, you know, whether it be the physical, right, or the imaginary realm. Um, you're always just going to have to end up where you're going to be. You know, God has a plan for everybody, right? God's plan. <laughs> right. He's got to run. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, the, the crazy thing about it is that, like, just like, you know, in life, we can't be two places at one time. We can't be, like, you know, in the, in the past and in the future <laughs> at the same time. We don't have that ability. Only God has that ability where he can be omnipresent, where he can be in the past, he can be in the present, he can be in the future all at one time, right? right. And so... We understand that, you know, when it comes down to making a choice, you know, you can't, Anderson couldn't live in both realms at the same time. Either you're going to choose, you know, either you have to relinquish the ordinary and predictable in order to embrace the extraordinary and powerful. You know, so so you got to make your choice. Am I going to live this ordinary and predictable life? Or am I going to make the choice to be extraordinary and powerful? And, you know, we, we, we think that the latter would just be the obvious choice, right? Um, like, who doesn't want to live extraordinary and powerful, right? And um, what we realize is that, nah, some people don't. I don't know if you've ever ran into a person that, like, doesn't want to be extraordinary. But there, there are a lot of people that exist out there. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's probably more than none, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it in and it's like, you know, sometimes we just expect things just to change on our own, but no, it's like it comes down to our choices. It comes down to what we choose to do. So it, so if we think back to the movie The Matrix, you know, Anderson um, you know, he had to make a choice. They brought him remember they brought him two pills, the red pill. Yeah. And the blue pill, I believe it was blue, right? One other one blue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and said, you know, they say, hey, listen, if you swallow this red pill, it will immediately transport you into your new reality. I mean, so you don't even have a you don't even have a choice. It's just, I mean, that you do have a choice, but it's like, okay, if I swallow this red pill, I have to leave everything that I'm a part of right now and choose to go to another place where they need me. 
Like they need me in order to fix the things that are going on in, in, in the place that I can't see. You know, so I just, it's interesting. And so obviously we know that Thomas Anderson chooses to swallow the red pill. Now, I don't know. I don't know about you, Josh. What would what, what you have done? Would you did the red pill and and, and embrace the extraordinary and powerful? Or you think you would have just, you know, the blue one and then stayed ordinary and predictable? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I probably would have went red with him. <laughs> you know, in the heat of the moment, you probably don't even think about it. You just go with it. I, I think so, man. I, You know, it's just like, man, like, give me the red. Let's go. You don't want <laughs> right? to you, you know more about the blue one? No, I, I've lived that life. That's okay. That's cool, man. Give me the red one. Let's rock this right. thing out. Let's rock yeah, this let's thing see out. What happens, right? Let's see what happens. Right. And so it's like, you know what? I'm going to embrace ordinary or I'm going to, I'm going to embrace extraordinary and powerful over just being ordinary and predictable. So obviously we know that. And, and Thomas Anderson chooses to swallow the red pill. And when he swallowed the pill, you know, he was no longer simply Thomas Anderson. Remember? He got yeah. a new he got a new name. And so this is, you know, we all know him as what? Neo, right? Neo? Yeah. Yeah, Neo. And so along with the the new name that he received, he also received a new set of clothes and he got a new set of abilities and powers to do whatever to do what he never could have done before. And that's a, isn't that amazing? That, Incredible. You know, when you make the choice to 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 level up, right? Um an, a lot of newness comes with it. Or we call it responsibility or we call it um just whatever, you know, it just requires requires more out of you. So mm-hmm. immediately he was in a different place. New name, new clothes, new abilities, new powers. Things that he could have never done before. And so I, I love this part because, like, once he starts kind of discovering who he is and the abilities that he has, is that, like, now he could fight 100 men at one time. Like, who would have ever thought that you would ever have that ability to be, to be able to do something like that, right? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, if, but, you, but you get that red pill option, man. It's on, right? <laughs> Right, yeah, let's go, bring it. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But until then, hey, you know, hey, I'm a lover, not a fighter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so he could, not only that, he could fly into the ionosphere. He could stop a thousand bullets with his mind. You know, Neil could do anything he wanted in his new realm, which is, which is, which is fascinating to me because it's like, you know, Regardless of the red pill and blue pill choice, you know, that they have in the movie, you know, we have an opportunity to make a choice as well. Like in life, like you can, we can, we call it level up and, and we can choose to level up or we can choose not to level up, but there's a new set of a, it's a new identity, a new set of um, rules and regulations and, and things that go with um, being able to level up, Right. Right. So, so not only did he um, get the clothes and the new name, and he could stop bullets and and uh, fight a hundred men at one time. He also got the girl, you know, the beautiful woman named Trinity, who believed mm-hmm. in him and had dreamed 
And she was even, she had even dreamed of him coming into her life. And so, but more important than all of that, Neo had discovered his purpose, his significance, his substance, his ring, his reason for being. And so, in life, I think sometimes that we we have to, we got to make the choice that for a better life. But I think in order for you to recognize that you need a, that you need a better life, you got to understand that the life that you're living may not be up to your full potential. Right. Right. And like, so you, you know, so you can start off as something and it can begin to lead you on a path. But at some point you got to make a choice whether or not you want to stay on that path um, or take the alternate route, which will take you deeper into your next place or your purpose or your, um, your, or finding your significance or you're finding your substance or your, or your actual reason for being right. And so, so in life, it's like, you know, it comes down to choices, but it's like, how would that, that new realm, I'm still stuck on that new realm. What do you, what are you thinking about that, Josh? I mean, you got to think about what we're going on right now. This might be the new realm, right? This quarantine. Yeah. Cause we were talking before the new normal, the right? New normal. Right. Right the new one now so um you know now people do have different choices to make with different consequences and different lifestyles and everything's different right now mm-hmm. you know i mean it's kind of shocking to me you know I, now that i mean well i'm in florida so things are kind of opening back up you know the gyms opened up this week and everything and and it's crazy to see like you can tell the difference between the people that have changed their lifestyles compared to the ones that have not yet mm. you know there's still people trying to live their old lifestyle and and their old habits and stuff, but they, you got to be real now. Life is different now. This one, like, we will never be the same. It's almost like 9-11 after 9-11, you know, how airports change, you know, with security and all that stuff. And now a health issue, you know, it's not a terrorism issue. So it's just, this is the, the the reality of it now. And people just got to be ready, you know, and embrace it. And with great power comes great responsibilities, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you just got to be able to know, use, use what you got wisely, you know, with the decisions that you make and just know that everything's going to have a consequence. Like I said, you know, whether it be for good or for bad. Yeah, that's so true. Now you said something in there. You said that, you know, as, as the States and stuff begin to open up and you'll be down in Florida, being down in Florida, you said that some people they're going back out trying to operate the same way in the world that has changed. Right. Yeah. Like if nothing ever happened and it just, it blows my mind to see that, you know? Mm. So, you know, it, it gives me the thought where, you know, if we've had to put that in perspective for people is that it's almost like you take a caterpillar, right? And we represented the caterpillar post pandemic, right? And so we go on quarantine, which could represent our cocoon. All right. We're in a cocoon place. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in that cocoon, the, the caterpillar begins to, take on a new form, a new structure, a new mindset, a new way of operating altogether. You know, it's a, you know, so it had to let go of being the, the actual caterpillar that was, kind of, was like crawling around on the ground to actually allow itself to change completely to growing its wings. And so now 
as this caterpillar emerges back out into society, right? Um, it, it has to understand that, like, you know, it has to it has to adapt to the new things that it has grown. It has grown in itself if it allowed itself to grow, right? If we allowed ourselves to mm-hmm. grow in this cocoon place, you know. So imagine going back out now, where, um, the trees are different, the leaves are different. You know how we operate is different. You know, no people, people aren't crawling around anymore, but we go back out as a butterfly and try to crawl around like we were a caterpillar. Right. You know, um, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't even be a butterfly. We'd be a worm with wings, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, nobody wants to, no one wants to operate. Like we should not want to operate like that. We should have gone through some type of change that now our mindset is different. You know, we've allowed ourselves to change physically, mentally, spiritually so that we are that we're better you know and you know in 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 all in all you know in all you know all fairness that we should be better now i understand that you know some people in certain situations where um it was really really tough it was really really challenging and they were just trying to figure out kind of how to make ends meet this that and the other i get that you know um i get that but you know, but you know, the, most of the audience that's going to be listening to this this podcast um, are a lot of grinders. You know, a lot of people that are are trying to find their purpose, find a greater meaning, and um, trying to elevate themselves to the best version of themselves. You know, so that's that's kind of where we are with the mindset of of this particular podcast that we're that we're talking about today and in and, and in the past, right? And so. Right. We want to, we want to, if we're always striving to become the better version of ourselves, it's like, you know, how do you go from like crawling on a leaf to now you got to fly? Like there's, you know, it, the, the whole mindset has a shift, has a change. And it's like similar to kind of how we are in this world today. It's like, we can't go back, Josh. Like we, we can't, we can't go back to being our former self. It's, mm-hmm. it's. It's like once a butterfly becomes, once a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, it can't go back to its former self unless the time it takes on that old mindset because the body has physically been changed. Right. You know, so that means that it should have had brought some type of physical, I mean, some type of spiritual and mental transformation as well. Well, it should have, you know. And so, mm-hmm. um, so we got to operate different. I agree with you. You operate differently. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've been quarantined for what, probably like two months now. Like, yeah, if people aren't taking advantage, instead of you know moping around and just being so sad and depressed, like people should be taking advantage of this time to reset their mindset, like you said, and these and they need to be coming out of this with either a new skill, a new talent, a new habit, like something got to be better for them. You know, mm-hmm. they can't come out of this the same or worse. They got to come out better, whether it be one thing or ten things. Mm, that's a good point. That's definitely um. Definitely a good point there. Yeah, we we definitely need to to become a better version of ourselves, man. Um, and so you know, going back to the Matrix, and because I think this kind of hits that point right on the head, is that you know Neo had never he had never been brought to this new realm because he had been chosen. Um, well, he had been brought. He what thing was he even he had, yeah he was he was brought to this new realm because he had been chosen as the one 
to de- to to deliver those who were trapped in the ill-fated environment from where he had come. Okay, so he was the one that was chosen from the normal realm to come to the new realm to save the people that were from the old place he exited from. Right? And, and I think that's I think I got that right. So Neil, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Neil was actually considered the one. He was the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have a person that comes and say, hey, hey listen, man, Josh, um, I'm tired of, of being in this this place of this um of this of this making this amount of money or or just not fulfilling my purpose or being a person that feels ordinary and, and predictable and um I'm ready to embrace the extraordinary and I'm ready to embrace the powerful. I'm ready to embrace something different. You know, how can you help me out? You know what I mean? And so, um, and then you would begin to do what, what would you tell them? What would I tell them? Yeah. What would you tell them? What would you tell someone that comes to you and say, Josh, I'm just looking for an opportunity, man, to, um, just to kind of get out of where I am and, and do something bigger than what I'm doing. I got you, they got to have goals, right? I would ask them what their goals are, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't just wing it either. That's, That's true. the problem that people just want to wing it. They don't know what they really even want, so you can't the, the hands can't hit what the eyes can't see, right? Mm, it's true. So you got to visualize what it is that you want to change and what it is that you want to turn into or, or change into, and then you just got to go for it and surround yourself around the people that are already attracting that stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you hang out with nine other successful people, guess what? Eventually, in the long run, those habits rub off on you, and you'll be the tenth one. Mm, but that makes sense. Around nine negative people, guess who's going to be the tenth one? You know what I mean? So um, people just got to know what they want out of life first, you know, because that's their life. Like, I can't tell somebody what, what to do and how to get there if I don't know what they want first. You know, and that goes for myself, too. You know, I have people that I go to because I want what they have in life, too, because I know that that's, that's going to make me happy in the long run for my future family. Mm. You know, so you just got to, like they say, surround yourself with the people that you want. Real attracts real. Dogs attract dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so it's almost like you got to remove yourself from your normal realm mm-hmm. and shift over to a place um, that may be a little unfamiliar. Um, and that's the only hard part. Mm-hmm. That's the only hard part is the switch. Mm-hmm. Once you're in and you get the ball rolling, it's just that's the fun part. You know, you got to enjoy the journey. It's not about the destination. You know, it's about the adventure and the journey that's going to get you there, the process. Mm. So, so basically, you cannot continue to operate from the same place and and get to that and and, and get the results of the new you. Absolutely not. You, what's the definition they say of, of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. Right, 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 right. So just like in the movie, you know, you got to leave. You got to stop being Thomas Anderson and become Neo. Yeah. And, um, and so you, you almost have to convince people, like, listen, this is a choice. And you are the one. But they got to believe that. Or else they're not going to buy in totally. And, le- and kind of let go of like where they were, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that solid goal you're probably talking about. Like 
like, yeah, you got to have a goal. You have to have some type of idea where now let me ask you this though. Does it have to be, can it be abstract? And what I mean by abstract is that Neil didn't know every, everything that he was going to get by making that choice. All he knew that like, was that I'm, I'm no longer going to be ordinary and I'm no longer going to be, be predictable. And what they could promise him was that you can be extraordinary, you can be powerful. Um, you know, is 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 that enough to to, to be a is, is is that enough to be able to make that transition? So if I say, okay, all right, Josh, um, I'm all in. I'm 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 all in to whatever guidance that you have for me. And I wanna and I wanna hit this mark where maybe it's X amount of dollars or working with X amount of people or having X amount of leadership responsibilities or whatever it is. Because sometimes what happens is that you may not know completely until you get in, but you made it. But if you make the solid choice to say, listen, I'm going in, I'm burning the boats, I'm burning the, I'm burning the boats. And the only way, only option I have is, is through. That's it. Is this is that I'm I'm committed to this direction. There's no going back. Red pill. Boom. Let's take it. Let's roll. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> the way to go, man. Sometimes you just gotta take a leap of faith and grow your wings on the way down. Mm, right. I got you. That makes sense. So so we know from the movie that Neil was the one. Right? And um and it's amazing how like one film turned into an actual like a trilogy and through the course of the battles and the wars that were taking place in all these movies you know neil eventually conquered the legions that were assembled against him and a clone force of millions named smith right Mm -hmm. what is even more impressive is that he did it as one man neil took them all down by himself he was the one. Okay. Now, when we say he was the one and he took them all down by himself, I don't want to confuse people and let them think that they're going to be able to climb the top of the mountain by themselves and you don't you you know you you did it all did it all alone. That's what <laughs> I think people are confused by that sometimes is that they you know it's like no one makes it to the top by themselves. Like everybody needs to surround himself with people that are, like you said, are where, you know, are where they want to go, you know, or where they're striving to go. So, you know, when, when I say that, I'm not saying that Neil was like, like did it all by himself. He had no help from anybody else. And, you know, you know, people take on that attitude, like, man, nobody helped me, man. And, you know, it was <laughs> like, come on, dude, like, like somebody helped you. Like, you know, what I mean? like, like, it's just like, if you see, uh, uh, you know, that goes, the saying goes, if you see a, a, a turtle on top of a fence post, you know that it didn't, you know, it had help. <laughs> right. Yeah. He didn't it, just get there. <laughs> no, it didn't get there by himself, man. And so for the turtle to take on the attitude, like, man, ain't, man, ain't nobody helped me get up here, man. I do by myself. Yeah. You might've had to to walk up the planks, but somebody set those boards up for you. Yeah. Somebody encouraged you to keep going. Somebody showed you that there was a fence. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that it was possible to get to the fence. No, it might have been right. the bird. The bird might have flown there. But somebody showed that turtle how to get to the top of the fence. Or else you wouldn't have known there was a fence. And you wouldn't have known there was a top. Unless somebody was, unless you saw someone that got there. Right. You know, it's like the saying that they say, it's always lonely at the top, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you get to the top, that's when you go back down and bring everybody up with you. Because mm-hmm. you already know the way. So somebody's already been there. So you know how it, it, they say it's impossible. People say that things are impossible and this is impossible and you can't do that until somebody does it. Yeah. And then once somebody does it, then all of a sudden now everybody's doing it. Yeah, it's like Roger Bannister, right? right? The, the guy that yep. ran the mile. The four minute, yeah, the four exactly. minute mile. Yeah, it was impossible, but now a bunch of people can do it. Exactly, high school kids are doing that. Right. It was yeah, like you said, it was it it was definitely impossible until somebody did it. Right. And I don't I don't know if you were you know able I don't know if you've ever seen that race. Have you ever watched that race? No, I never have. Oh, you got to go back and watch it. I believe it's on YouTube, but okay. you can you can go back and watch that race. And um, it's only four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> quick video. It's a quick video, right? But um, you, he didn't even, he wasn't in the lead the entire race. Yeah. There was actually someone that set the pace for him. And the guy that set the pace was running faster than the pace that Roger would normally run. And his goal was like, if I can just keep up. If I can just keep up, because this pace is is faster and, and, and more aggressive than what I would normally go. And if I can just keep up with this pace, ooh, I might be the break four minutes. And so when it came down to that last lap, because Roger was ahead of his own schedule, he had enough in the tank where he turned it on, man, and he passed the pace setter, and he broke the record. But he didn't lead at all the entire race until the end. And so. Now, how you start is how you finish. It's how you you finish, right. But it's also, if you look at it, who did he surround himself with? Somebody that was setting the pace. Faster people, yeah. Somebody that was out in front of him. Mm -hmm. Someone that he could see in his sights, but he wasn't quite there yet. Then all of a sudden, he got an understanding. Listen, um, these this pace setter is making me run harder and making me be more aggressive than what I normally would be. And um, and by his you know his desire to keep up, it put him in position to take over. And um, he ended up setting the record. You know he ended up you know blowing past the guy. And doing something that had never been done. Like literally accomplishing the impossible. And, and and it's just like, not only was that like amazing because like that like broke the barrier. Because not only did it did it allow himself to believe Roger to believe in himself, it also allowed other people to believe in themselves. And so by them watching what he what he did. You know, that's that kind of like come back and help somebody else out because they were able to witness what he did. And it's like, okay, well, 
if he did it and this is how he ran, this, that, and the other, like, this is within my grip, too. This is within my grasp, too. And then you had yep. all kind of people running four-minute miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, it's just so, that's just so fascinating to me. You know, so, it, it, you know, it comes down to um, knowing that, that, that you're the one. Understanding that, like, we are the one that's been chosen to do um, what it is that we choose to do. So it's almost like we have to choose what we've been chosen to do. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. You know, so um, the films, I mean, we talk about those the films, those Matrix movies, you know. Um, you know, I, I like them because, you know, they're not only, not because of the action and all the adventure that's in it, but also because of the moral um, that can transcend the screen and also change your life. So if we, if we let it, if you let it, because like Thomas Anderson, you also have a purpose, a significance, a substance, and a reason for being. And you also have a battle that you need to win. And, and also an enemy that you need to conquer. And also a realm that you need to deliver. Like you are the one. Like I'm the one. Like you're the one. You know, in our own in our own realm for what, what we have to what we what we what we need God for and what we need to accomplish, you know, with God's help. Now the the, the interesting part is that the choice is yours. You can either take the red pill, the pill that has been offered and infused with the power and authority given to you by, 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 you know, by Jesus. And you can be ushered into the call of your greatness. Or you can take the other pill, only to live out the remainder of your ordinary existence. You are the one. And once we begin to recognize that we are the one, um, you are the one that, can, that will make the difference in your destiny, um, for your family, for your work, for your job, for your church, for your community, for our nation, and around the world. And no one's going to force you to step it up to your calling. It's your choice. No one will force you to take the red pill. It's your choice. A choice you have to make, you know, that will determine if you're going to remain fixated and focused on this realm, an earthly man, or if you're going to operate from and engage the powers of another realm. Bringing that other realm's authority um, to bear on earth. And that's, you know, that's basically choosing to become the ultimate version of yourself. The best version of yourself. The best you. A kingdom person. A kingdom man. You know, a kingdom woman. A kingdom person that does what God has ultimately empowered them to do. And, you know, and I just want to encourage, you know, you and, and other people that are out there listening that, like, be the one. Be the one. Make the choice. Take the red pill, you know. Make the choice to leave ordinary and predictable 
and choose to and embrace extraordinary and powerful. And understand that it's like, it's part of your purpose. It's what's going to make you, that's part of your significance. That's part of your substance. That is your reason for being. Is to help other people out based off of you going through the process of becoming the best version of yourself. Thoughts, questions, comments, Josh? Um, yeah, last comment. Like I mentioned earlier, man, I mean, just to kind of sum up basically what we've been talking about is with great power comes great responsibilities, man, and no matter what you do in life. And, like, my man Biggie said it best, more money, more problems, right? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you just got to be ready for it, you know. In order to level up, things don't get easier. You know, the higher you come up a ladder, the more of your rear end you're going to show, you know. Mm. So you got to make sure all eyes are always on you the higher you go up in life. So make sure. Um, you know, that you're always doing the right thing. Integrity is a big thing as well. You know, do the right thing even when nobody's looking. And, mm. and if you do that in the long run, you always reap what you sell, man. That's good. That's good. Because, you know, it takes a level of, um, and that's part of that responsibility. You know, mm-hmm. responsibility and understanding, like, listen, more is going to come. More is going to be required out of you as you grow and you climb, man. I love it. That's so awesome, man. And um, like I said, Josh, man, it's always a pleasure, man, being able to have these conversations and being able to move forward and, and understanding that, like, like there is there's a greater call that God has on our lives, man. And we just got to continue to, you know, make the choices to, to leave one realm in order to go to another realm. But understanding that we're leaving one place to go to another place so we can help out the other people get to that place where they ultimately can be the best version of themselves you know 100 percent, man just like you've been doing for me man you know what i mean like you got put in my life for a reason man yeah you know like who would have who would have thought all of this would have came out from that we got a great relationship man and and, and we running with it so let's keep it up that's what we got to do man and that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's, it's it's talking about man and 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 we have man we've grown over the you know grown over the season grown over the months man and and it's it is it's it's one of those things where um it it's a mutual thing kind of where it's like all right well god has placed you in my life as well for 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 time for a season for growth development in 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 that regards man so i appreciate your grind man we talk about it you know grind sharpens grind right yes sir you know, we know iron sharpens iron, but grind sharpens <laughs> grind, man. And, and and that's where, you know, that's what kind of makes it special, you know, at the, not just the end of the day, but like all day long, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, man. So I enjoyed this, man. I'm going to pray over you and then um, we'll keep it, keep it rocking for, for next time, man. So. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, thanking you once again for this great day and this opportunity that you blessed us to have, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the energy and strength that you continue to provide us, Lord. We thank you for your your diligence, Lord God, and your faithfulness and, and your, your grace and mercy that you continue to have all over our lives, Lord. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that you'll guide us and give us the strength that we need in order to become the best version of ourselves, Lord. We know that you have chosen us and we choose you so that we can become the best version of ourselves and we can leave one place 
from being ordinary and predictable to embrace extraordinary and powerful, Lord God. We pray that you continue to bless our families and you continue to uplift us and help us to be able to represent you and represent you well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Finding Your Water. Hopefully it blessed your life. I had a great time with you today. Now, I want you to tune in next week as we discover some more things about this new normal. Like I said, season two is on and we are adding more people. We're adding more guests, making it a lot more exciting than season one. We're going to have a great time this season. So I suggest that you subscribe to our podcast, Finding Your Water. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on Anchor. So check us out, subscribe, and please share this message with other people because we all need to get better and we all need to get better together. So I encourage you to be the best you in everything you do every day and in every way. And I'll see you next week. God bless. Peace.